Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am Stacy. I'm Colter. And this is, of course, Any Crime at All. Um, we are going to be tackling the third and third and last installment of Einsatzgruppen, which I'm very happy about because I don't want to read about these fuckers anymore. And as usual, there's a disclaimer up there for possible pet noises in the background and such. Yes, but they're cute, so, you know, don't be mad at them. Um, so what's new in the world of the world? Um. Oh, we had, like, last night we had this lightning strike. It was, like, right behind the apartment. It was fucking mental. Yeah, it sounded like an explosion. Yeah. It sounded like Einsatzgruppen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else is new? Nothing much, eh? Nothing much going on in the world. I mean, there's... Probably tons going on in the world, but I don't really pay attention to it too, too much. Nichelle Nichols died, who... Uh, oh, yeah, that was sad. ...played Uhura in the original Star Trek series. I'm not a Trekkie. Neither am I, but... But, but she's very significant. For? I was about to say, if you shut up. <laughs> I don't want to shut up. She's very significant because she had the very first interracial kiss shown on screen. Yeah. With one uh, William Shatner. Correct? Oh, the, yeah, yeah, the poor thing. She had to kiss old Bill Shatner, but, you well, know. He was young Bill Shatner then. Yeah, and he's Canadian. But I hear he's a dick. So, is he Canadian really then? Um, but she really moved things forward for uh, colored women and just for women in general. So, she's surely going to be missed. She's awesome. All right, you want to get right into this or what? I do want to get right into it. Get this shit it. over with? I'm just kidding. It's it's a very interesting uh, subject, but... Oh, man, when, you, when you've read about it as much as I have, it's, it's something. Okay, so, Einsatzgruppen Part 3. So, in the previous episodes, we learned how whole Jewish populations were massacred in towns across Europe and the Soviet Union. We also briefly discussed the death camps that were utilized in order to murder Jews and undesirables faster. Because it wasn't going fast enough for Heinrich Himmler, apparently. And it was going fast. And it was going fast, yeah. Now, in July of 1942, there was Einsatzgruppe Egypten, which was a group of 24 German soldiers attached to the Wehrmacht in Africa, Egypt specifically. That was under the command of General Erwin Rommel. Now, Rommel was, was and always has been known to be a very noble soldier who was bitterly opposed to the Nazis' crimes against humanity. He was so noble that um, some tank drivers and stuff like that still have pictures of him in their tanks and stuff. Really? Yeah. He wasn't... I mean, technically he was a Nazi because he was in the Wehrmacht, but he wasn't a Nazi. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the whole uh, African part of World War II is like a very underrated thing to study. Yeah. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, not many people know about it, really, that... No. That uh, there was war going on over there at all. Okay, so... I wonder 
this is what I wondered, and I, I wrote it down, okay? So I wonder if he was commanded to have the Einsatzgruppe tag along with his troops because there were only 24 of them. And normally there was many, many more in the groups, as we learned in the past episodes. Um, yeah, it's just something to, to That's ponder. Interesting, eh? Yeah, because he was so against it. He was probably ordered to, and then he was like, okay, well, I don't want like a whole troop of them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, as always, the Einsatz group was encouraged to enlist the help of the locals to exterminate 50,000 Jews in Egypt. Then, with a plan supported by then-Iraqi Prime Minister Rashid Ali al-Gailani and by Haj al-Husseini, the Grand Mufti of Jerusalem, so the Grand Mufti is the Sunni Muslim cleric in charge of Jerusalem's Islamic holy places. Okay? So these two were in on the plan that the Nazis wanted to eradicate 500,000 Jews in Palestine. Fuck. Yeah. They were totally with the... A half a million. Yeah. They were totally with the, uh, the Nazis on that. Their plan never came to fruition, however, because Rommel's Africa Corps was bested by the Allies in El Alamein, Egypt, in the fall of 1942. A small but significant tidbit I found was that the Nazis had planned to invade India and kill all the Jews there. Yeah, I've read that. An Indian nationalist named Subhas Chandra Bose, who was living in exile in Berlin, personally asked Heinrich Himmler for, quote-unquote, special SS training so he, too, could help exterminate the Jews. A uh, quick question. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, the battles in Africa where they lost to the Allies, yeah. wasn't it the British mostly? Yes. Yeah, the British kind of, like, destroyed them? Yeah. Because yeah. I kind of remember watching something where it was about the British, like, the way they surrounded them and... Yeah. And then yeah. not long after that, uh, Erwin Rommel was uh, um, um, executed. Oh, because yeah. I, because they thought he was stealing riches from the Reich. But personally, I think it had more to do with him losing, first of all, and um, because he was so against what the Nazis were doing. Yeah, I think that was an excuse. That's personally. And if you did hear a cat there, that is Otto. He's the loudest cat of all time. Yeah. Those those uh those orange tabbies, man. They got mouths on them. Where where was we? Okay, so uh Um yeah, so however we all know the Nazis never did make it to India. No. Of course. Now, though it's been disputed, the Wehrmacht were fully involved and had full knowledge of the Einsatzgruppen's actions. Field Marshal von Reichenau gave an order to his 6th Army that read, quote, The most important objective of this campaign against the Jewish Bolshevik system is the complete destruction of its sources of power and the extermination of the Asiatic influence in European civilization. In this eastern theater, the soldier is not only a man fighting in accordance with the rules of the art of war, but also the ruthless standard-bearer of a national conception. 
For this reason, the soldier must learn fully to appreciate the necessity for the severe but just retribution that must be meted out to the subhuman species of Jewry, unquote. It's just so weird that people th thought and still think like that, you know? Yeah, I know, it's disgusting. This order came to be known as the, quote, severity order, unquote. Gerd von Runsted, field marshal of Army Group South, agreed with the order and told generals under his command to present similar orders to their troops. You know, aside from everything else, these <clears throat> these uh, enemy Germans have some dope names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes another one. General Erich von Manstein <laughs> issued an order on November 20th, 1941 that read, quote, Jewry is the middleman between the enemy at our rear and the still fighting remnants of the Red Army and the Red Leadership. More than in U Europe, Jewry occupies all key posts of the political leadership and administration of trade and crafts and forms the nucleus for all disquiet and possible revolts. The Jewish Bolshevist system must be exterminated once and for all. Unquote. So they were literally blaming the Jewish people for everything. Yeah, and they're... everything bad was because of Jews, apparently. And the word exterminated, it's like, it's almost like they're getting rid of termites. Yes. You know, it's, it's not like it's human beings. Yes. Well, you remember that uh, we talked, in the first episode, we talked about that uh, uh, Yosef Goebbels film that he put out where he, the Jews were represented by rats. I don't remember. I was so drunk that episode. Oh, no, I'm oh. joking. <laughs> you don't even drink, you dork. So the only complaint Manstein had was that Einsatz Group D had kept all the watches from the victims and his troops didn't get any. <sighs> yeah, that's the only complaint he had. The, Not the, about killing a whole race of people, just, hey man, we didn't get any timepieces. What the fuck? That's ridiculous. Now, it was strictly and expressly forbidden to take any pictures or film of the massacres. But, as we know, many soldiers disobeyed this order. These pictures and films were sent home to the soldiers' families. But there was never any outcry, public outcry. But, see, it's one thing to say, Oh my God, you didn't rise up and say something about all this bad stuff going on. If anyone had stood up and said we don't agree with this. They would have been murdered. Yes. And many so. of these photos are available today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can look on Google. If you want. Like It's, it's, it's disgusting. It's a, it's a choice, that has, a strong yeah. choice that if, has to be made. If you have the stomach for it. So, the Einsatzgruppen operated under the fall until the fall of 1943. There was really no need for them after the death camps had been established. That's very true. Yep. After the war, 24 Einsatzgruppen leaders were tried at the Nuremberg trials. They were charged with war crimes, crimes against humanity, and for belonging to a criminal orga organization, the SS. I'm going to read these men out, okay? And uh, you can also, there's also a great book that I've read called The Nuremberg Trials. It's, it's amazing. It's really, really good. And there's also just great reading material on just typing it in Google. There's some yeah. good stuff on YouTube about it. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good stuff. 
So these men were Otto Ollendorf, Eric Nauman, or Nauman, Paul Blobel, Walter Bloom, Martin Sandberger, Willie Siebert, Eugene Steimley, Ernst Bieberstein, Werner Braun, Walter Hench, Adolf Alt, and Waldemann Klinghoffer. Bieberstein, that made me laugh a little bit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Imagine him, baby, got, baby, <laughs> baby. Oh, I got Bieberstein fever. <laughs> <laughs> All of these men were sentenced to death by hanging. Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Awesome. Although only a few were actually hanged, the other sentences were reduced to life in prison. Which is almost better, like suffer. Yeah. You know? Low-ranking Einsatzgruppen members who had survived the war were n never really prosecuted, as there were just far too many to try to track down. Some of them changed their names and or appearances. <clears throat> Pardon me. Some moved to other countries. As Argentina? Argentina, yeah. <laughs> uh, however, most did go on to live normal civilian lives in post-war Germany. Which... I know they were just following orders, as they say, but it kind of makes me sick that they just got to go on. Isn't it crazy, like, <clears throat> just walking down the street, let's say, in 1950 Germany, and you look at someone else's face, and you're like, what did they do? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Or can you imagine the people who had been watching these massacres from the sidelines? Yeah. Seeing one of them and being like, you killed my whole town. Like... Yeah. I don't want you delivering my milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you delivering my milk. That was funny. So I've learned that historians are of two minds when it comes to the Einsatzgruppen. Some think that the groups were explicitly created to carry out the plan to exterminate whole, the whole Jewish population. Which, I agree with that. Others believe that Germany was just just sort of stumbled on to genocide. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. And I put here, what about the Wannsee Conference? What was that conference about, if not the Jewish question? Do you think they all wore wan onesies? <laughs> 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 That's funny. <laughs> Little feats in them. <laughs> I'm a bunny. <laughs> It is thought that groups of soldiers started killing Jews in droves and Hitler was just sort of like, well, all right then, let's let's just keep going with this. Sounds good to me. You know, it's possible. But not probable. No, but it's possible. Apparently, they were never given explicit orders to exterminate a whole race of people. But they were told it was a racial and ideological war, and they just sort of took matters into their own hands. Because, you know, that's what soldiers do. Yeah. You know? They don't, uh, they don't follow orders or anything. Even though that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. Now, we come to the Jager Report. Or Jager Report. Have you heard of this? The Jager Report? It sounds familiar, but... I imagine you've heard of it. So, Karl Jaeger was a Swiss-born Nazi. He was in command of Einsatzkommando 3, which was a subunit of Einsatzgruppe A, 
Now, if everyone remembers, Einsatz Group A was responsible for the most murders, most massacres. Yes. Jaeger, like most Nazis, was a stickler for sending reports to his superiors. And this is one of just one of the reports. Oh, you got a report? Oh yeah. I don't have I didn't I'm not giving you the whole thing because there's a lot. But okay. you, you can look up the Jaeger report on online. And it's extremely disturbing. <clears throat> I will add that Karl Jaeger changed his name after the war and worked on a German farm until his real identity was found out. He was arrested and hanged himself in his jail cell while awaiting prosecution. Because, you know, all those Nazis were fucking cowards. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it goes like that a lot of the times. Yep. He had been a major perpetrator of the Holocaust. Okay, so I'm going to give you just a few numbers regarding the people that were murdered found in Jaeger's report after his group took over parts of Lithuania. This will be hard to hear, so trigger warning. Okay. Okay? And I'm going to read it out precisely how they had it written out, okay? Page 1. Date. 7-7-41. Jews, 32. That's how many they killed. On that day. That day. Date, 8-7-41. 14 Jews, 19 communists. Um, yeah, 14 Jews, 19 communists, sorry. 9-7-41. 32 Jews, 2 Jewesses. That's female Jews. Yes. One Lithuanian. So it goes on like this until tw uh, 28, 7, 41. 234 Jews, 15 Jewesses, 19 Russians, 20 Lithuanians, 288 communists. And then it says page one total, 3,384. And then we go to page two. Total carried over, 3,384. And then we go to page 3. Total carried over, 16,152. Page 4. Total carried over, 47,814. Page 5. Total carried over, 66,159. Page 6. Total carried over, 99,804. Holy fuck. Now, I thought this one was disturbing and of great important, importance. On 25-10-41, city of Wilna, 1,776 Jewesses, 812 Jewish children. Total, 2,578 in one day. Oh, my God. God. I know. The report ends at 251141 with a total of 137,346 murders. Now, I will say that 4,000 of these were from pogroms and executions done by Lithuanians before the Nazis ever arrived. But still, that's over 133,000. That the Nazis killed. That's fucking insane. Just in Lithuania. 
That is insane. And that's one subunit of yes, Einstein's brevet. one subunit. Some Jews were left alive, so they... That, bleh, hmm. Yep, did you get all that? Some Jews were left alive so they could be used for slave labor. Jaeger ends the report by saying, quote, I am of the view that the sterilization program of the male worker Jews should be started immediately so that reproduction is prevented. If, despite sterilization, a Jewess becomes pregnant, she will be liquidated. Oh my god, these fucking people. Yeah. Oh my god. So, the sterilization program was a real thing. A totally real thing. They would, um, sometimes they would inject, uh, like, lead and shit like that into women's, uh, uterus, uteri and stuff like that, right? Like, just anything to kill off the eggs or to sterilize them or what have you with the men they would um what do you call that when the when the testicles are cut off what do you call that uh, oh um 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 submation Some, yeah. something asian <laughs> yeah uh, um, what's it called people uh, look it up look it up um okay all i can think right now is circumcision that ain't it keep going but um yeah, so they would they would do this, and particularly with the women, when the um, death camps were opened up, um, they would have. <sighs> this is so hard to talk about, but they would have brothels that they were would reward their their you know good Jews with, so they could just go and rape these poor women, and uh, I mean Nazis weren't supposed to be. Having sex with Jews, but they did. Oh, of course, of course they did. I mean, it's a time of war and barbarianism and stuff like well, that. Well, they're sick enough to do that. They're gonna fucking rape them. Yeah. Do you think they weren't raping women? Castration. Castration. By the way. That's what it's called. Yes. So, um, I should have mentioned that this was going to be a short episode. Castration because... GTX. Drive hard. <laughs> That is the end of this brief history of Nazi Germany's mobile killing units. We're already done? Yep. There is much more to learn of them if you have the stomach for it. Yes, there's very much more to learn. Yes. Like I said, if you could find that World at War documentary from the early 70s, uh, I'd recommend that. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is, uh, sorry, there is an amazing uh, documentary called... uh, Nazi caution. Yeah? Yeah? I can't talk today. Nazi concentration camps. It's on YouTube. It's a little over an hour long, but it's like the first-hand video of when the camps were liberated. And it is... That is a hard watch. But it you should watch it. And sure. also there's thousands of books. Of course. <laughs> yeah, thousands of books. There's a lot of really good books of survivors that I've read. Um I mean they're 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 sad, they're hard to read, but I I say all the I know it's 80 years ago as you say and nothing like that has happened again, but it there's nothing to say that it won't. 
if we get another fucking cruel, crazy leader like that. There's been similar aspects. Yes, there has. Like Trump putting the kids in cages in the States. Similar aspects with various leaders. Of course, there's been horrible genocide since then. Well, yeah, of course. So, but not... And Pol Pot, Stalin. I, I don't think there's ever been, or there ever will be, another one where it's like trying to exterminate a whole race. Yeah. I don't see that happening unless something really crazy happens. Well, I hope not, because... Oh, just horrible, horrible. I don't know about this uh, Vladimir Putin people. Seriously, I, I I don't I don't know about him. Like, it's if he does defeat Ukraine, is this power just gonna go even more to his head? And then is he gonna try m- more places? Like, it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary. I mean, the Taliban called him out for being, for being crazy. Yeah, that that's saying something. Yeah. So I mean, if the Taliban is calling you out for being a bad, uh, bad dictator, you're doing something wrong, man. I say, throw some gravy and cheese on him and eat him. Yeah. Have a Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Canadian Putin. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have anything to add about? Our discussion or anything that you'd like to see in the future or like uh, episodes like different episodes yeah well the next episode's gonna be a little bore a little a little bore yeah I'm gonna like, bring a little like bore a pig? On. yeah it's gonna be a little pig well, we have a guest next week it's this little pig <laughs> it's a little male pig <laughs> um, or it'll be a bore the episode <laughs> yeah everyone just yawning through it um <laughs> Yeah, the next one will be a little more lighthearted. Yes, please. I have something prepared. You're going to do the next one, right? Yeah. Good. I mean, I'm going to start researching again, but it's not going to be Well, you have this. two weeks to research, so we'll be able mm-hmm. to... We'll, we'll be able to find something great. And, you know, if you guys have suggestions, throw them out there. Yeah, give me some suggestions. Um, Actually, a friend of mine, uh, Bobby from... Uh, Ontario, grew up with her, you know, went to school with her, all that stuff. She asked me if we were going to do something on the Summerton Man. And I think I might. Is this something you asked me about? Yes, they just discovered his identity. Yeah, I don't know anything yeah, about he that. Was, yeah, okay, cool. Maybe maybe I'll do start doing some research on that. The Summerton Man, that's a pretty good uh, little mystery. Um, I think I might... See, I really hate having things with no closure. Um, a lot of cases really um, intrigue me, but like the people are still missing or they haven't caught the killer or something like that. And I don't like not having closure, but we really should be doing more of these because getting the names out of the missing people and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. But it just bothers me that I don't get closure. I'm 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 a little OCD. Yeah, that's how I feel with Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> you have closure. Well, I, I, I think I know who did it all, but... I... Uh, well, word on the street, brother. Yeah. Is that... Wait, no. We're somebody not, did it. We're not going not, not to snitch. I don't know who it is. Uh, I, that's why I said somebody did it. <laughs> I'll get my Glocks and my boys and we'll go take care of it ourselves. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, 
yeah, so this is a kind of a short episode, sorry for that, and uh, I would say sorry for our little banter here, but I'm not sorry for it. I'm trying to get it to a half an hour. Okay, we have two minutes, people. What should we talk about? Let's do a cover of Two Minutes of Silence by John and Yoko. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> two Virgins. Wow, that, that was a bad album. It was horrible. Yeah, that was a really bad album. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're going to make it to half an hour, bud. We're going to make it to half an hour. Okay, we'll talk about something. Come on now. Okay, uh, for anybody who's fan of a fan of crime shows, Ooh. Uh, last night on Better Call Saul, we had the return of Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. <sighs> yes. Famed meth cooks and dealers. <laughs> yes, yes, that, that famous blue meth. Yes. Yes, Blue Sky, it's called. That was a good show, Breaking Bad. Yeah. That was a really good show. You should rewatch it. I, it's one of those shows that you... I don't know. I don't want to... It was so amazing the first time. I've rewatched it probably six or seven times, and it gets better every time. Mm. It's one of those shows that gets better every time, like The Sopranos. Yeah, see, it's like Friends. I don't know if I could rewatch that. Just kidding. Oh, my God. I've seen that through about a billion times. I love that show. And MASH. MASH, too, is another favorite. Yeah. Hey, why don't you guys go on to Any Crime at All podcast, our group on um, Facebook, and let us know what your favorite shows are. I'm actually quite curious. Yeah. Let us know your favorite comedy and your favorite drama. Or to keep it... And hey, put your favorite movie in there, too. What's your favorite movie, Colt? My favorite movie of all time. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. Is it Goodfellas? Yes. <laughs> What's mine? Uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah. Okay. You can't just have one. Yeah. Goodfellas is the greatest movie of all time. Mm, I don't know. What about The Stupids? The Stupids. Yes. I can't believe you sat through that. I cannot believe no, you sat I through that. No, I ended up quitting. Oh, did you? Oh, I okay. never saw the end of that. Because I was like five minutes in, I was like, I can't fucking do this. The, stu- <laughs> the Stupids is about Tom Arnold and his family. And uh, they try to figure out who steals their garbage every week. It's the garbage men. That's the film. and Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually never knew even the premise of it. Yeah. I never got to the end. I don't know if they confronted the garbage men. I don't know what happened. <gasps> That's... Stupid. (laughs) Okay, we're past half an hour. Okay, thanks for sitting with us through this fucking swamp of words. (laughs) And we will see you next week. And I really, really hope you enjoyed enjoyed the Einsatzgruppen trilogy. All right. I'm Stacy. I'm Coulter. Bye.